I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. We're cooling out. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. We're cooling out. Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Cooling Out. We are back. It is Kev. And it is Rel. This is a special Saturday, people. You don't even realize, like, one, we're giving you bonus content, bonus video content, mm-hmm. all of the above. And then, two, we lit. Like, we, <laughs> <laughs> we lit. Like, last time me and Kev Here's had a drink on this <laughs> last time me and Kev had a drink on a podcast episode. So wait, let's take a step back. Roll it back. For most of you who don't know, this used to be a common occurrence on the pod. Like mm-hmm. when I say common, I mean every single episode. So dating back to 2016, we used to always get a bottle of Duce, chop it up with our boys, mm-hmm. and drink, and then do a podcast episode, and then go out right after it. Somewhere along the lines, somewhere along that time, we matured up. Say around 2017, mid 2017, maybe. Yeah. Kind of stopped with that. Mm-hmm. Grew up a little bit. You know, life hits you. Yeah. Um, but then there's Rona hit. Um, <laughs> figure we take a couple of steps backwards. You know, become a little immature again. Yeah. <laughs> Add some lick to the pot. Yeah, this is gonna go many ways. But go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> So, man, no, but also, and it also feels good because, you know, we just finished the 30 day detox maybe a week ago or so. Mm-hmm. Mm. I get it now. Mm. I get why people are going crazy. <laughs> Word with all the shot challenges and all that. Yo, when you soap, so like, I'm normally Still not a shot. That. I'm yeah. normally not a challenge person, right? Mm-hmm. So when I saw people doing it, I'm like, all right, that's not my thing anyway, right? But when you soap, it's like, you become judgmental. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. Like, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting back like, yo, look at these fucking alcoholics. Like, mm-hmm. Oh my so, you, so, so you need a drink on Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you people? Yeah. And <laughs> then you learn. Yeah. As soon as that detox was over, I was like, damn. Yeah. Ah, it's been a rough. Like, what day is it? <laughs> you don't even know what day it is anymore. Yeah. Whew. But what's up, man? How you been? Uh, what's changed? Um, I've been all right. I've been all right. Mm-hmm. Um, really started going out less now. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it won't be regular runs anymore. Since they started implementing and stressing how important the mask off, I yeah. just really stopped. I went out for groceries yesterday, but I don't think I'm going to be going for leisurely walks and stuff like that. And I might pop a jog, but it'd be like month. It'd be like weekly, if that. 
Yeah. Just seeing the um the importance of it all and you know how crucial these times are getting. So yeah, I got a yoga mat, so that's good. So I just started exercising in the crib. But Lessons. Just finding new ways to keep myself, you know, active and keep the bare belly away. <laughs> yeah, cause y'all get hit hard, man. Like you know, it's crazy. Like so, I knew like the amount of deaths and hospitalizations in New York. Like I knew, obviously, it was like surpassing every other state by such a large, vast number. And then I found a New York New York Times article. This is Saturday, Friday, actually. Um, so yesterday, where they actually detailed how many deaths there were state by state. Mm-hmm. In North Carolina, as of yesterday, we only had 83 total deaths in the entire state. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm like, damn. Like, I'm, and, I'm like, and, I'm, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, okay, wow. And I'm like, damn, like, New York is getting hit hard. You guys mm-hmm. were like 700, 800 a day. Yeah. Not with that percent. They weren't joking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a but that's a vast difference. Yeah, like you got more people dying in a day than what we've had die over this entire time period. That is crazy to put in that kind of perspective. Actually, eight times more people die a day than what we've had in the whole time. Well, that's why I gotta do my part. I ain't on the front lines, but they said stay inside, you save a life. So yeah, chill now. But even down here, like I, I stay inside. I mean, I still go out for my jobs because it's not. Well, I'm not going to say it's not not good, but just based on the number of deaths and like the data that's presented to us, it's not as bad here as it is in New York. But yeah. I still, you know, go out, do my run, do my social distancing. But outside of that, I I don't leave the house. I don't even like, you know, like uh, maybe two weeks ago, I still was going to the office a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't even do that anymore. And like that's just like right up the block. But I just try to like my best to just adjust and acclimate, stay in the crib as yeah. much as possible. Yeah, yeah, I finally got there because I have a mask now. Shout out to my mom again. She made me a makeshift mask. Blessings. <laughs> so take, yeah, looking out. I still ain't got one. So I got, but I can't jog in it, and it's just at, at that point, it's because everywhere I go, like I went out again. I told you yesterday for groceries. Because <clears throat> mm-hmm. I think about mid midweek or earlier the week, they started stressing like a mask is pretty much a must now. Mm-hmm. Went out yesterday. I only went around the corner to my grocery store. I saw five people, six people. Everyone had a mask. The grocery store, mask. And it just shames you into it, kind of. Yeah. So it's like, go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. No. So it's like, I can jog in this. I got my yoga mat. I have exercises that could, you know, keep me going until. And I was uh, messaging with a friend yesterday, video chatting. And he was walking to go pick up some wine and somebody shouted on the street at him because he didn't have a mask. <laughs> so that made me feel even better. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it's really serious up here. You can't really go without seeing people in masks. So. Yeah, I heard in like in LA, you like, I think it's required for you to wear a mask to go into like essential stores. So like grocery stores and all that, they have the right to turn you away if you don't have a mask on. No, makes sense. I think here it's still like just a a strong, strong recommendation. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it wouldn't surprise me if it turns into being mandatory soon. So when would it get to that point, though? I feel like if for them to make that like a mandate, it'd probably be this upcoming week. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. If not by like tomorrow, Monday. 
Yeah, I was surprised they closed schools for the rest of the uh, the rest of the academic year. Does that include e-learning? No, so they're still going to have their e-learning, but they just closed like schools for the rest of the year. Cause like, but the thing that surprised me most was not because they did it, but just because of like New York is on a different schedule than like most other states. Like for example, like down here, people go to school from August to May, mm-hmm. whereas in New York, it's like from September to June to late June. Yeah. So for them to already have just like said nah and just cancel it out all of May and all of June essentially, it's like oh okay. So you guys really don't see this clearing up. I don't think they canceled June per se, but I think the logic was by the time you get back in school, what can you really achieve in like one in month my or mind? I, if that, like a couple weeks. Weeks, yeah, mind. it's like two or three weeks, yeah. Yeah, and for the audience, like I've already mentally, I assumed obviously we all know April, but I assume May as well. Mm-hmm. I assume like these restrictions will continue and this kind of lifestyle will continue until at least June. So then by then, yeah, you actually do have a, a month, but what can you really achieve when you have you what your two and a half months behind the curriculum at that point? So it's like, what can you? Well, you're not necessarily behind the curriculum because they're still doing e-learning. So supposedly they're supposed to still be on track. It's just True. bringing them back to school so that it's so that this is a terrible wording but so that the, the kids aren't necessarily a burden on the parents the parents have to worry about who's going to mm-hmm. watch the kids the kids can go back to school get their three they have two meals a day all that stuff and just get back in the classroom setting so it was just that that was the part that was like oh wow they just completely just did away with that so they must i not guess think it's going to be in the best of the health of the kids yeah i agree i guess they should they couldn't like concretely say that yeah we'll be back in school by this point so yeah. By now, what's but, the point? Then you got the governor of Florida tomorrow. He uh, might be sending some kids back to school in the coming weeks. What's his logic? <laughs> Why? You want to hear his real logic? I, yeah. I promise you not. He said, <laughs> I don't want to get too deep into politics, but he said uh, the data has, showed, has shown that mm. no one under the age of 25 has died from coronavirus. So why you want to bug the trend? What is he doing? He's lying. People have obviously died under 25. <laughs> I know, I know, but even his logic, like you want to tell yeah, yeah, but he, he was just like, oh, he's like, well, I don't know why it's like that, but it's just, hey, I don't know. I was like, eh, interested. So he's looking into sending kids back to, to school in Florida. Mm. That'd be quite interesting if that actually happens. It's going to be interesting to see like how all this stuff plays out in the sense of how it opens up. Um, cause obviously certain states are going to open up before other states economies are going to open up before like, you know, the epicenters, New York, California and all that stuff. Um, so we'll see, I think California just extended their shelter in place order. To mid-May? Uh, till May 15th or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So California has been like ahead of the, of, ahead of everyone as far as like just pushing it out, pushing mm-hmm. it out, pushing it out. Cause they were the first ones to extend all the way to the end of April. Yeah. So, um, hmm. I don't know. It's hard to gauge because you're in Charlotte. I'm in New York. So mm-hmm. obviously what works for you is not going to work for us. Mm-hmm. Just given the density of people here, I am very yeah. intrigued. Like what? It feels like you would all, you would almost have to keep people inside longer here, even when parts of the nation starts to open up just because of the amount of people. 
Yeah, but then what's so then what's the stop? For example, say uh, like Charlotte opens up, right? And Charlotte, especially in, in banking, right? A lot of people from New York come to Charlotte for business. So then what's the stop somebody from New York coming to Charlotte for business when Charlotte's open for business? You know, just like I just don't I don't know like how that's gonna work where certain parts of the country open up and then how do you restrict domestic travel to people who are gonna wanna come to those certain parts of the country? It's gonna be very interesting. Well, if you keep restrictions on places like California and New York, even though it'll suck for the rest of the nation, you would have to like keep restrictions. I mean, people in and out and like, it wouldn't just be, you can't just keep restrictions just again, because of the number of people, you can't just say people that live in these states have to adhere to this, but then people can just come in or then you're negating what you're doing. People are traveling now though. Like if you want, if you really wanted to go on a plane from New York, you could. Wow, that's crazy. Like you could. Like there's no, there's no one stopping you from getting on a plane from New York to go wherever the hell you want to go. Then Except yeah, for like if if you leave in the country, obviously. But if you want to go on a flight to Charlotte, you could. <laughs> yeah, I don't know then. I don't know. What that's what I'm saying. So like I don't know like how they just really putting it on like the onus of I guess the American people to like know better and like not travel. I guess, but. We'll wait. We'll hope and see. I'm keeping yeah. keeping high hopes for Memorial Day weekend. I mean, we'll see how Easter acts this weekend. Because, uh, mm. you know, they said New York just hit – you guys just hit your peak, so. Yeah, yesterday. Hopefully that just starts going down. Hopefully. Hopefully. They said things were slowly trending, but then anything can always go in the opposite direction. So we just got to continue on this. So. We'll see. Especially if people start wilding out over Easter. People start going to church and having all these gatherings and stuff. And all That's these you know, mass gatherings of people. So it'll just spike it right back up. Which is definitely going to happen. I just hope, it's in, hope it's in smaller numbers. Then. Uh, yeah. They're going to take my son away. <laughs> Who, the Christians? <laughs> Oh my God! Just do it virtually. It's it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, bro. Look, if the whole summer is just it's just dead. No, 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 let's not talk like that. Let's not talk like that. Yeah, it's not happening. That's not happening. Well, it won't happen because people people are gonna just eventually buck the system. Period. Yeah, summer's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have summer held at gunpoint. Yeah, summer's gonna happen. Yeah, there's no way. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, this, this next month's crucial. Like May, I'm already done. Like, hopefully, let's see how we're looking at the end of April and see if we can forecast optimism. But May, that's when we're going to get NBA news. Yeah. We'll have concrete data now. We'll be, what, by mid-May, two months in at that point. We'll see. Yeah. I'm thinking May, yeah, like, as you said, uh, mid-May, but, like, literally in my mind, like, May 15th is when, I'm going to have, like, we should have a, a real yep. outlook for mm-hmm. what the hell is going on by May 15th. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully by then some positive trends have formed, and hopefully. Yeah. You already got Trump talking about he wants to uh, oh, reopen God. the economy, you know, once these guidelines are lifted April 30th. So I'm like, we'll see how that how that works. Well, good for him. Oh, yeah, it's true. Because I'm, I'm through the... Um, the prism of New York, obviously, but 
that might be, you know, viable for other people in other parts of the nation. So we'll yeah. see. New York, yeah. no, no way. Nah, hell no, not by the end of April. Nah, he wildin'. Nah, but I don't think he's talking about New York. I think he's just talking about getting certain people. Yeah, he's getting certain people back to work. It's like there's no need for everyone. And these are his words, not mine. But there's no no need for everyone to be at home if mm-hmm. this isn't affecting every state in every city. No, I'm with you. I agree. So, hopefully, Mm-mm-mm. hopefully, hopefully. Where shall we start? I guess Rudy and um. No, since we're getting the NBA, it's been a month to the day now. The NBA was shut down exactly a month ago. What was it? The OKC. Okay like yep, we're recording. And as we were recording, I think we were both on Twitter following live news that for some strange, yep. odd reason, the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Utah Jazz just delayed their game moments before tip-off. Yep. We had our suspicions, but who knew? Yeah. And then, I didn't know it was going to turn to all of this. Yep. Shortly thereafter, we learned that one Rudy Gobert had tested positive for the coronavirus. And then... Yep. Quite swiftly, Adam Silva said, all right, we got to shut this whole <laughs> shit, this whole shit down. Shut it's the over. whole damn thing. The man. whole operation's done. Yep. It is crazy. I do remember it. And then, because you text me that, and then I remember reading your text, and then I got an alert. <laughs> then we laugh about this. And they're safe now, but we weren't laughing about their health. It's just the ridiculousness of it that. Tom Hanks and his wife, Rita. As soon as I read your text, I got the alert. And that's why I texted yep. you back. Because <laughs> it was just like, wow. Yep. I just remember like all that. Anyone can get this shit. We're coming off LeBron's dominant uh, weekend. <sighs> <sighs> Go ahead, I mean, yeah. You know, he only beat the Bucks and the Clippers. Showed out against both of them. I think it's time now I revisit that. No? You know, dust yeah. off the old league pass now. Yeah, I need that energy. Yeah, I need that recency because mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, the NBA is talking about they're gonna, you know, start discussions as to when they can ramp back up <laughs> the season, beginning in May. Um, and then today I saw an alert where GMs of the NBA teams and their trainers, respective trainers, are pushing Adam Silver to whenever. So I guess whenever they do decide when they're gonna start that it be a month, you know, that they give the players and the teams a month advance notice so that they can, like, start training and get practice back into play um, because they don't want to, like, have – they want to avoid injuries and, and players just not, you know, uh, essentially playing 100%. So, I mean, I think if they start, you know, if, if May – we'll see around, like, May 15th what it's going to look like. I'm thinking late June we can get some NBA, some NBA back. Mm-hmm. That would be ideal. <laughs> Uh, that'll be very op- that's me being very optimistic but it still would be great just because it's like middle of the summer and you have basketball going until the end of the summer essentially that would be mm-hmm. so fire and leading right into football yeah I, I'm with you I um today finally after uh, about a week I flared up a old uh, actually a recent Skip and Shannon I finally like dove into some sports talk because I was doing errands and I wanted just something I didn't have to watch I could just listen to and they were talking about LeBron and Doc apparently did I guess dueling press conferences in LA recently I guess this past week or whatnot 
but they were just talking about it made my mind think about how long it would take NBA players to your point to get back in shape. But I think the only public comments I've seen are LeBron's. I'm sure other players might have said, hypothesized how long they need, but I think Bron said a week or two of like a training camp and then, or a couple of days training camp and a week or two of a season. So then it made me think to your point, how long it would take these players to really get ready and why I always was against, I guess, resuming a regular season just because the amount of people you'd have to tend to. But I think we disagree when we had Gabe on. Ideally, I would like for June for it to start. But if not, I don't think, if you're really adamant, I don't think you should have the NFL as an impediment, given just the unusual nature of all of this, if you really want to have a season going. Yeah. So I, I hope, but to your point, I do hope that by mid-June, that way, there is no competing factor in... It does make me think about next season, though. Like, I hope they start doing the the Christmas Day to August thing that we've we've been reading about. Mm-hmm. I do hope they switch soon. I do hope they do that. Because let me see, if you play till what game seven of a finals at the latest would be like I don't know about mid midish June, and then everybody resumes the season what late August, late October. Yeah, that ain't gonna be enough time. So that's yeah, that's four months versus no. I that mean, would no, I mean, no, that it would be. It would be. It'd be the same standard of time actually. If they resume by Labor Day, like they say. If you resume by Labor Day, yeah, it'd be the same equivalent of the time. Yeah, I mean, realistically, they also could like cut out the preseason next year and just jump right into the regular season. Well, it that's. No, it'll be enough time if they do the Christmas to August, I would say. Yeah, or they, yeah, shorten the season. We've had lockout shortened seasons before. Just have a regular shortened season. No. Yeah. yeah. Or they could just move this shit permanently from that's, December to that's, August. Yeah. That's what I would. Yeah, because then yeah. you're looking at lost revenues again. At some point, you shorten the season, you just... Losing money unnecessarily, yeah. Yeah, after a season I mean, where, where you, you just lost... Where you could have more games. And do you understand, like, how much more money the NBA would make just from going from December to August? Like, I know for a fact, like, the Hornets are trash, but... They're the only game in town. No, but also, like, <laughs> if it's, yeah, if it's warm weather outside mm-hmm. and, it's, and you need something to do, like, yeah. I would be going, I would go to a Hornets game just because, like, oh, wow, they're playing in, in, in May, they're playing in June, you mm-hmm. know, I would just, let me just go. Yeah. And people be more, more. Uh, I think people be more um, likely to go rather than going in, you know, in the frigid temps in February, and then mm-hmm. also potentially moving the All Star Game to a warmer month. Yeah, come on now. Yeah, it's in February. It's fucking brick everywhere. I'm with you. I'm with you. That's why I hope that All Star Game to around May. That'd be dope. Nah, that's too late. But you know what I mean, Aprilish or some shit like that. Yeah, like yeah, it's all it. Again, if the best, it doesn't matter to me when they do it. If the best NBA players come and they compete, like that's mm-hmm. what made the spectacle. Like nobody cared that, oh, they did this in February. The fact mm-hmm. was the best did it and they actually competed and we're like, wow. You know, so I'm mm-hmm. definitely with you. That's another reason that I'm hoping that the season does come back just so the NBA has, for better or for worse, hopefully for better, 
they have at least some kind of data on the ratings. Again, these they would have to gauge that these are unusual uh, times. These are unusual times. Yeah. So you got to take these, whatever ratings they get with a grain of salt, either way. Well, they should be positive, actually. Given they'll, have, they'll have the positive TV ratings, but they'll probably have lows in attendance. Well, that's Actual a given. Ratings. I'm thinking yeah. TV ratings. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah, because in my mind, they'll, they'll get back the fans eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I... Yeah, so TV ratings-wise, God willing, they come back. I do hope they get some positive ratings. and They could get some more push behind. Because I know it's the Atlanta owner, and Mark Cuban's been doing the round saying, like, he's also, you know, supportive of that idea. I don't know how the rest of the league feels. So, hopefully. Yeah, the TV ratings, are going, they should be through the roof because there's a high demand for, yeah. like – just sports in general, but then also the NBA, it, you know, already has a high demand. So now people have the pent up demand of potentially not watching an NBA game in three months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, it could definitely be something special. The numbers are going to be through the roof, especially if, um, you know, bars and restaurants are, are open again around that time, which Lord willing they are. Essential. <laughs> Those are essential businesses. <laughs> <laughs> those uh, are the true essential businesses all this other mm-hmm. shit they talk about is nonsense mm-hmm. damn I'm getting some burned through the window this is crazy <laughs> but yeah those are the real essential businesses stop playing games yeah hopefully yeah but I'm not that concerned back. about baseball but who knows <laughs> maybe they proved me wrong <laughs> maybe baseballs they out there like that I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not even going to lie. If baseball comes back before basketball, which is looking like it no, is. No, you said it on record already. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm going to give – so I'm not – I'm not – listen, Tom, let me, let me backtrack. I think on the, the last ep, I made it seem as if, like, I'm going to be watching it nonstop. Uh-huh. What I would like to say is I'm going to give the first game a shot. I haven't watched a baseball game in God knows how long. I will go on record and say at least – was it 2020? at least a good seven, seven, eight years since I've, like, sat down and watched a baseball game. Like, I've been in bars where they're playing, but I'm not watching it. Like, mm-hmm. it's been a good seven to eight, maybe even longer years since I've actually sat down and said, yeah, I'm going to watch this game. Uh, but, yeah, when baseball comes back before basketball, which is looking like it might, because they already have plans, like, they San Diego all playing in Phoenix and all stuff, so like, they already have, like, some kind of concept and idea of what they're going to do. Players are, are, like, completely against that, though, um, because they want to uh, essentially, like, have the players, all the teams and the players uh, housed in Phoenix, Arizona, and just everyone play their games in one stadium. <laughs> How do you even do that from a scheduling? I have no idea. But, it's like, essentially, like, just just to get the season started, like, people will be away from their friends and their families for, like, three months. At that point, I'm not... I, mean, I they're get it. Millionaires, but yeah, you know, I get, yeah, I get, I get. I'm just saying, yeah. in the sense of like everyone saying like how they start a. It was April, July, June. They say they start June or July. It's hot as fuck in Arizona and Phoenix. That's a fact. <laughs> that's see, that's more legitimate. Yeah, that's like is. 105 degrees. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know the team that play the baseball team that plays in. Um, how's their stadium? In the, area, the Diamondbacks. Exposes. I have no idea. 
I, I have, have no imagine. idea. They can't I have just... no idea. <laughs> my bad, my bad <laughs> I B. I know the team name, though, the Diamondbacks, but my bad, B. I have no idea about their facilities. My bad, B. <laughs> my bad, B. I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I would assume it's a it's a, a dome ballpark with some AC. That's the only way it would make sense because you'd have players out there collapsing. It's fucking hot as hell. Yeah. Yeah, on a on a regular, we don't talking about a hundred degrees, so yeah, yeah. I, I felt that Vegas heat in July, so I can't even imagine. We talking yeah. about a hundred and ten, hundred twelve outside. <laughs> things, yeah, those mm-mm. things that are foreign to this New Yorker, so I can't even yeah. imagine. <laughs> yeah, those spots, hundred and twelve. That's just unnecessary. Yeah. That stadium would have to obviously. I could check, but I, you know, I am gonna check. It's closed. Yeah, check it. It's the Arizona Diamondbacks. Because then the the uh, the MLB would have to shut down if they suggested that, knowing that the. But imagine it's 112 (laughs) degrees outside, and then like the HVAC system inside there breaks or some shit. (laughs) It's it's too hot, like. Diamondbacks Arena. It would have to. I think it's called a ballpark. Bank one ballpark, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it is it domed? Oh no, it's Chase Field, formerly known as the uh Um, hold on. I'm not really seeing that. Yeah, as a roof. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, would it would have, have to. to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's open or closed depending on the game time temperature. Yeah, all right, that makes sense. It's too damn hot. Okay. Imagine it didn't. They should nah. fire the commissioner at the MLB. First of all, if, if it didn't, did. they would lose a whole team. <laughs> like teams. It, they would teams like they would just have constantly like teams like now nah, I'm not going to play there. It just wouldn't work. Um, but hopefully that comes back. Um, I watch it for a little. I just need something to watch, man. I, I'm like watching way too much CNN, MSNBC. Nah, I'm done with that. I'm done with Occasionally, that. hop on the Fox and we'll see what they're talking about. I won't be too biased. I like to see what the what, what everyone's talking about. I'm not. I'm fault. Yeah, but I'm off it. I'm off it now. Um, but let me tell you who's not off it though. Who? Your boy Rudy. Your boy Don D. Mitch, Spider Mitchell. That's your boy. Next D Wade. No, nah, I think that's your boy. That's I your think, boy. I think in this in this uh particular topic, you might lean more to Spider than I do. I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I side with Spider on this topic. I'm not even gonna lie. So uh, Made the way. so let's <laughs> start from the beginning, I guess. So we know Rudy Gobert, Utah Jazz, uh was that's the first yeah. NBA player uh diagnosed with the coronavirus. Supposedly so then his teammate Patient Donovan zero. Mitchell as well. Yeah, exactly. Patient zero. So his teammate Donovan Mitchell, uh, NBA All-Star, was also uh, diagnosed. Is it diagnosed or infected? Infected. Infected. Was also both. infected. Yeah, both. And then it's both. He was both. Yeah. interchangeable, right? Mm-hmm. But he was also infected with the coronavirus. But then reports came out, this is like March, that Rudy Gobert was, essentially was being careless around the locker room, was touching other players' faces, touching their, their toiletries, and just, like, essentially being, like, very blase and whatever uh, in regards to the, the fear of the coronavirus. And then, boom, he got coronavirus. And then, boom, Donovan Mitchell got coronavirus. So now reports are saying that Donovan Mitchell um, 
doesn't think that relationship is salvageable and essentially doesn't want to make any attempts to reconcile that relationship. Now, my boy Kev over here <laughs> no, seems, to think that, seems to think that Spider Mitchell's overreacting. Well, I don't think so. If you force me to have to be in a, in a, in a room for 14 days by myself because you were being careless, I'm not going to say I would never get over that, but you got to give me at least two months. So right now it's it's still hot, you know. He just got he just got out of quarantine. He got out of self quarantine. Now he's in regular quarantine. He just got out of it, so you know he's still a little hot. So I still saw with Spider on this. Now if 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 it's uh mid May June, the season might pick back up, and he's still talking this nonsense. I don't side with him no more. Yeah, uh, my stance is kind of softened since the initial since we initially were texting about it. Because <laughs> you're right, I can't tell. Like potentially. The worst case of this is Donovan Mitchell could have died. He could have died. And when I thought, like, I, I saw the alert and I text you and we joke around, whatnot, but he could have died. He had the best case in that he just went through and he didn't suffer any symptoms. I give you that. So I had to, like, back up. We don't know who gave it to who, though. I get that Rudy's the 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 poster child for this. We don't know <laughs> who gave it to who. I was reading more um, reports, and they spent a lot of time uh, <clears throat> in those previous weeks together, like around mm-hmm. each other. Like we don't know. I know the assumption is Rudy, but we'll never know who gave it to who. That's also true. That's a, a different way to look at it. So, um. I don't know Donovan's intentions either. I like how the way it's reported is really, do you just want, what, Rudy gone? Or do you want to leave? Now, that's like, where I, I jump off the spider train. Like, if if he's requesting, like, Rudy Gobert be traded, but then again, I really wouldn't care. Like, what the hell are they going to win together anyway? <laughs> Bro. So, like... <laughs> hold on, hold on. Before... Just to just piggyback that, I thought like stay or leave, y'all what y'all get a couple <laughs> more all stars together. Like your if your overall goal is a, a ring, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, it's it's not gonna happen. So I mean, unless they trade in Rudy for God knows who. I don't know who could even save them. He the best protector like, big in the league. Yeah, dog. it's like he's won it what twice now. It'd have to be like Rudy for like Giannis. Yeah, it has to be to like yeah. Ha- Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'd be like Rudy for Giannis and all, like Rudy is obviously multiple pieces and first round picks, a bunch of stuff. But Giannis, in order for that to like change their their fortunes, but leave a stay, they're gonna be like second round knockout best. Yes, to your point, they need each other. Donovan, <laughs> like. I get the D-Wade comparisons. He's not there yet. He's not there yet. He's not as good as a young D-Wade was at that. Like, Mm -hmm. stop. Like, I know he just became an all-star. That's great improvement. Like, I was like, okay, the the hype is finally starting to somewhat match the talent, I guess. Because it was a lot of hype before the all-star. I saw him this summer. (laughs) We all did. (laughs) Rudy saw him, too. (laughs) Rudy saw him, too, when they beat the ass, though. That's crazy. (laughs) <laughs> I forgot that. That's nuts. Rudy saw him too. What do we finish? Seven? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Embarrassing the country. Rudy's 27. Prime mm-hmm. years. 
coming off his first All-Star, two-time, back-to-back now, Defensive Player of the Year, uh, All-Second Team and then All-First. All-Second Team in 17, All-First in 19. Three-time All-Defensive Team the last three years. NBA Blocks Lead in 17. French Player, I don't care about that. They wild with that one. <laughs> well, no, French, tell me, tell me. French Player of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> What league that so Reggie said? So between him and Nicholas Batum, I'm good. <laughs> I hope they have a button on that. But, like... He <laughs> said, I'm good. Even now, like, if you... You can't, like, scream at me. You can't say definitively Donovan Mitchell's the best. But he's the best offensive player. If you tell me... Like, it's a combo. I'll probably lean, but it's a combo who's the best player on that team. And then I'm reading how Rudy's... Uh, I, come on. All right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, Rudy is more accomplished than Donovan Mitchell. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it's a conversation as to who's better. Okay. Because if you take take Rudy Gobert off that team, I think the Jazz can still make the playoffs. If you take Donovan Mitchell off that team, there is no way in hell the Jazz make the playoffs. Just because Rudy Gobert is just so offensive deficient. Well, he was mad about his touches, I was reading. You can't block every shot. You ain't getting four more touches. Nobody <laughs> wants to see him post up on the block. That shit is ugly. No one wants to see that, especially not in this day and age with today's game. So, I mean, it's not a conversation right. for me. That's 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 uh, that's Donovan Mitchell's team, for better or for worse. No, it's definitely his team. That's a different combo. It's definitely mm-hmm. his team. Like, he got the final say-so. So, So I guess guess to your point, they'll value him more, without question. Rudy putting up 16s and 12s, 16 and 13. He's still 16 points and 13 rebounds? Yeah, he kind of good. Damn, I didn't realize he was doing that. I mean, he all right. He has the the look of, like, a 10 and 10 guy. But somehow gets 16 and 13. That's interesting. That's his makeup? <laughs> yeah, he has, like, if you just look at him, you think, like, oh, yeah, he getting 10, 10, and three blocks. I've, I'm, I'm with you. That's how he I'm, looks. I'm <laughs> Whenever I watch a game, I never, like, see him beasting. I'm like, oh, yeah, he got 12 points. Cool. But I was in the last season. That was the last full season, so I don't know what he was doing this season. They don't have the numbers up no more for this season? They do. The side I was using didn't have one. Uh-huh. I'll check while we're talking, though. Yeah. But, yeah, he just gives me that. I, I mean, uh, he's putting up numbers, but I just, my eye test, he, like, he had the cry to be an all-star, beloved. Uh, one, we're going to forever laugh about that because that's just funny. But I would say <laughs> he deserved it. I'm a fab okay. laugh. <laughs> he deserved it, though. He did. Okay. Okay. He went about it the wrong way. but <laughs> I, think just, I think those tears were warranted. <laughs> As long as, you got, as long as you got what you wanted in the end, then it's that's all just, that matters. Look, that's just one man's opinion. <laughs> oh, yeah. This season, he's doing 15 and almost 14. 15 points, almost Shit. 14 rebounds. How many What's blocks? the blocks looking like defensive? Two blocks. Almost two? one steal, yeah. What's his PER? I'm not using it. I'm using basketball reference, not uh. Uh-oh. Help me yes. out. God damn. I got you. Don't worry. I got you. I know how you give it up. <laughs> Using basketball reference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trifling. Let's see. I bet he got a higher PR than uh than who? 
He got 21.74 PR. Yeah, I just saw that. Let me see Donovan. That's not bad. It's probably as high than him. Damn. That's Damn, the defense. He the, he the best player? Oh, shit. Yes, he is. Nah. Oh. 50th in the league. Mm. I mean, well, I never really liked Donovan Mitchell anyway to begin with. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. And this isn't like, I'm, I, honestly, between them two, I will argue for Donovan Mitchell. But you know I've never really been a Donovan Mitchell fan. Yeah. It's not, I just don't see it. I feel like the hype train was way too premature. That's what did it for me. I would have liked him until you start putting D-Wade's name. It's like, mm. start disrespecting D-Wade's name. He ain't just an analyst on TNT. <laughs> like, stop. Disrespectful. It's disrespect. It's disrespect. Niggas misjudge one dunk contest and they start dragging their name <laughs> through the mud. You see how it happens that quick. <laughs> <laughs> now you just Zaza's dad. That's how they do you. A Zaya? What was his name? Zaya? <laughs> Zaire or something like that. Z- Zaire. One of that. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. That's too funny. That's Gabrielle Union's husband. <laughs> yeah, he used this to play. Was- <laughs> I think he was in the league. Disrespect. LeBron's teammate. Ah. Jesus. How do you think this plays out, though? Between them two, they get over it. Ain't got no choice. Ain't got no choice. If I was a GM of the team, honestly, right now, while like there's all this downtime and there's nothing to do, uh, I'll be talking to Rudy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, be as sympathetic as possible. Uh, be as apologetic as, as possible when you're talking to him. And I would tell Rudy, yo, get that shit to me one. If he's still acting like that, let me know. And then that's when I get on the phone with him and be like, look, get over it. Like, mm-hmm. get over it. Like, that's, I'm like, get over it. Like, this is the team that we have moving forward. I'm not going to trade either one of you guys. It would be ideal if you guys can get over this. The season's going to start. Da-da-da-da. We want to still continue our playoff push. da da Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I don't want this going into the season with us. That's how yeah. I would approach it. Yeah. But, I mean, there's only so many times you can apologize to someone. Mm-hmm. Like, when I read, it's, he's not really, <clears throat> Donovan's not really talking to uh, Rudy, but now I'm reading Rudy's not really talking to the organization. So then. Interesting. That it, yeah, so. I wonder why Rudy's taking that approach. So I don't know. I guess he made one all-star game and think he got a market. When you offensively challenge, you need to always look at yourself in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, when you haven't shown your offensive chops, I don't know if he's offensively chops. I love it. He's 27, and we ain't seen it yet. <laughs> <laughs> if you ain't showed it yet, you ain't going to ever show it. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, he's offensively God. challenged. Nothing's going to change about his game. Uh, yeah, I guess. Mm-mm-mm. You just got for the sudden, these are his prime years. Who develops a new tool in his prime years? <laughs> That's true. This is it. This, these are your skills. Now you're right. Mm-mm-mm. Maximize what you got. That's too funny. We'll remain optimistic and hope for the best. Yeah, That's either way, in the grand scheme, it don't matter. Yeah. If Braun look, Braun look down that court... He see Rudy, he see Donovan, <laughs> he see Joe Ingles, Mike Conley. <laughs> oh, he, especially if you see Michael Conley. <laughs> that's Michael Conley. Don't get no, that ain't Mike Conley. That's Michael Conley. Now I said him Isn't in the order Mike, of best players. <laughs> he Mike Conley Jr., right? Yeah. He out there looking like Mike Conley Sr. <laughs> <laughs> No, I didn't forget those last couple of days. We the last, well, not even last, the whole season that yeah. we saw. Yeah, no, I was about and to that's your boy, you. and it that's was, your no, boy. No, no, he was fantasy all star. He was, he was. Kev, I ain't never NBC, spoke to him since he left. I ain't never <laughs> spoke for him since he he left Memphis. I never, cl- bro. He's not spoken for. Bro, when the season first started, do you remember when they first traded for Mike Conley? I remember all the hype. I, we would always laugh about it. <laughs> Western Conference, what, finals? And, finals. I'm like, a, a playoff, oh, cool, but. Oh, God. What do y'all, then, do y'all not see LeBron James? <laughs> y'all not see Kawhi and Paul Kawhi George? Kawhi Leonard, come on now. Y'all not see James Harden and Russell Westbrook playing together? The Nuggets are uh, Western uh, uh. Con- You know how disrespectful that is? Disrespectful, and then and this ain't in as, hindsight. This ain't in hindsight. No, no, no. We said we said that as soon as Ridiculous. they got put together, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, that's cool. They yeah. probably win two two more games, <laughs> meaning two more regular season <laughs> games, not not two more playoff games. <laughs> oh. oh my god! And then when the season started, I was like, all right. And then Mike Conley just completely fell apart. I don't know what the hell was going on with him this season. Off a bridge, he just could not. Literally stepped off of, was was my uh, massive off, oh, a cliff. off a cliff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, completely off a cliff. Like, yo, what the hell is going on with you? Missing layups, can't hit a jumper to save his life. They say it's hard for him to adjust without the ball since Don- it's in Donovan's hands. That's what they say. 
I say you're a professional. You should account for these things. Figure it out. Nah, his his stats were terrible at one point. Like, even though you're not getting the ball, like you're a professional. His stats were pretty. He's finishing finishing games with two points, four points. Oh, it's gruesome. You would have thought he had an injury. Yeah, scary. This is not. I mean, Mike Conley was never like. Well, he never made an All Star in the West, but if he was in the East, he definitely made an All Star game. There were many years going that, yeah, if he was in the East, he would have been yeah. awesome. Those days but, have obviously passed. Nah, that's, those, that's long gone, beloved. Mm-mm. Damn, they got sold a bag of goods. <laughs> <laughs> what? It happens to the best of us. 14-3-4. and 13.78 PR. He's not even listed. Among, he's not even ranked PR-wise. <laughs> oh, my God. He's making over 30 mil. <laughs> Uh, 40 from the field, 37 from three, 79 from the free throw line. Remember at one point he was the highest paid player in NBA history? That summer. That's your guy. What a summer. Yeah, that was four years ago, though. A lot has changed. Whoa, that was four years ago? That's the, the summer of 2016. That's when Durant, um... Yo, Tom Yeah. Lying. Look at me. A lot has changed. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to start doing for me. (laughs) (laughs) Tom is fucking flying. I know. I'm with you. (laughs) That's why I don't drink on the podcast. Yeah. Fuck your whole life. Anyway. I see where um, you're at, but yep. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you. That was four years ago? Bro, Mm -hmm. I just graduated school. Wow. I was so poor then. I had a joke, but I'm going to just move. Yeah, all right. Cool. I was living in Parkchester. Remember that? I do. I do. With our other poor friend? Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. God damn. Oh, my God. Nah, God bless everybody. I'm joking. Uh, anyway. Uh, Tom is flying. Yeah. You know who else getting poor though? <laughs> who? Your boy Vince. What Vince? Vince, Mc- Vince McMahon. Oh. <laughs> Said he's just throwing money out the window. Yeah. I hate it's, to see it. It's been tough. It's tough. <laughs> So we were just talking last episode about, you know, how creative and, like, how, I guess, innovative WrestleMania was, mm-hmm. um, just given the fact that they had to, you know, it was already, like, uh, taped in advance and no crowd on that stuff. And I think they still did a great job. We both agree they did a phenomenal job with mm-hmm. um, their resources that were available to them. Um, and now <laughs> they laid off all staff from the XFL they have no intentions of starting the 2021 season. It's done. And it's like, yo, like, <laughs> so it's over again. Like, it's the same shit. Yeah, I did one season again, like I did in 2001, and it's over. But the crazy thing is, like, this time around, they actually had a little bit of hype behind them. Little mm-hmm. hype machine. They want ESPN, Fox, ABC, uh, one more. I think CBS was carrying them, too. So they had, like, major network uh television Support, partnerships yeah. yes i'm like 
why would you just choose to just not come back at all, not even make an attempt to come back next season? Yeah, I don't. When you sent me that news, I was surprised too. Because even now, that's your points. Their execution was completely different from the first time around. Yeah, they had they had Jim Ross and Jerry. They had their wrestling commentators in the booth last time around. It was more gimmicky. It wasn't. It didn't really resemble real football. It was a lot more gimmicks and stuff in the original incarnation. But this time yeah. around, like they had actual players. Like they did some. I guess also gimmicky, but more on the way of it could be innovative that you could actually changes you might actually want to see in a real in a not a real I shouldn't say in on the professional level on the NFL. Yeah, they had yep. real commentators like real players, referees, and yeah, it was just a good start that got impacted. Yeah. But to your Same point, mm-hmm. no, go ahead. No, but they also seem to also just add to that, they seem to have a, like a partnership with the NFL as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. So they could kind of be like a, a pipeline. A, a pipeline for yeah. players, like the, the the elite players from the XFL to get back into the NFL or to get their first chance in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's quite interesting. Now it's just yeah. good. Yeah. Vince. Yikes, but you know, can't break the rule on this podcast. Can't cry for billionaires, no matter how much. Nah, I'm not, hell no, nah. no matter how big a fan I am, can't cry nah. for billionaires. <laughs> He'll be, okay. be hurt for you, beloved. <laughs> He'll be okay. I you just got a free risk? TV, and I'm excited. <laughs> exactly. I, I can't, I can't hurt for you. <laughs> I can't hurt for you. Oh my god! So, did you see the news though? Um, I just saw it maybe uh, an ESPN ticker right before we started recording. They're going to go back to doing live recordings for WWE this week. I mean, sorry, live live showings. Uh, I did see that, but that's just – that's surprising and just uh, – I guess it's not because it's just – I guess what – let me think. Well, what I read is that they're going to tape, like, this recent SmackDown and this recent Raw – Mm-hmm. We're live, but then they're gonna also tape them in bulk up until their next pay per view in in May. That Baltimore just canceled. That uh, I think Money in the Bank, Baltimore just officially canceled like a day or two ago. They're like, that's not gonna that's happen. Surprising. So I, I'm guessing they tape in. I read they're gonna live shows for these mm-hmm. first two, as I mentioned, and then tape in bulk up until Money in the Bank. And I would assume, similar to WrestleMania, just do it in their performance center. I'm guessing. <clears throat> Why are they doing live shows and then taping in bulk after? I don't understand. Well, that I don't know either. I don't know why that just. Oh no 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 no! I you. Well, no, I don't know. I don't know. I guess you resume. I guess what they are doing. I don't know, but I guess what they are doing is the initial one you see is live, mm-hmm. and then no, I don't know. I don't know if you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna tape in bulk, just tape in bulk and yeah. yeah. I why don't do know. one live and then? Well, I think so. I th- I think what they're probably going to do is mm-hmm. they probably want to see. It's probably a tester. They want to get a feeler for the market. Mm-hmm. So like this upcoming, this upcoming Monday and Friday, they want to get it out to the market that everything's gonna be live. You know, to see if more people watch it when it's live versus versus it being taped. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's something they have to think about. Yeah, I don't. I'm even more or less. I haven't watched. Like, I'll check results and stuff. I'm a, I'm a big casual fan. Yeah. Big, big cat. But without fan, I'm not. I can't. 
I can't. I watch YouTube clips and stuff, but I'm not tuning mm-hmm. in. It's just I'm a baby casual fan. Yeah. So I like pick it up. You see, like I'm on your WWE account. Don't yeah. sue us, man. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm like still stuck. I'm like that old head. Can't can't let it go. I'm stuck in the attitude era. Oh, <laughs> yo, you texted me like, yo, I see, I see how you give it up. Yeah, you <laughs> run a muck in the '99 <laughs> and the 2000s. <laughs> Bro, I went through a forum, <laughs> like uh, on Reddit, and I was like, I bet someone please tell me the order of the pay per views in '99 and 2000. And I just started watching them in that order. <laughs> From, I mean, obviously, January's Royal Rumble, March is WrestleMania, but you know, they changed the names of some of them. So I was like, all right, cool. Like, just show me the order of how they went. And I just started watching them, right? Literally, Royal Rumble from 1999. I was like, all right. Crazy. <laughs> If you wanted recent fire matches, you should have asked your boy. This Bro, and, and then, <laughs> the crazy thing is that I'm blowing, I'm blowing your phone up as if like this shit recent. Yo, the attitude error was insane. <laughs> Eighteen messages later, uh, too cool. Like yo, it was crazy. But I was so into it though at the time. That is too oh, funny. My God. <laughs> oh. Uh, but speaking of wrestling, so I've been watching um, the Dark Side of the Ring. It's like this thing on, uh, you know, but it's like, Vice, um, yeah. On Vice, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I watched. I don't know how I like fell into it. I think I randomly on YouTube. YouTube suggested that I watch the Chris Benoit one, mm-hmm. which is phenomenal. The part one and part two yeah. of that. And then I started watching just all the other ones. Uh, a lot of these other wrestlers, I have no idea who they are. But what I found very interesting. Um, was that so like watching the Attitude Era and how I was like you know just so excited about it from like reminding my childhood like the hardcore matches and all that stuff right so many of those wrestlers are dead yeah yeah like like dead yeah <laughs> like man. I saw um I don't know what the hell I was watching but Crash Holly was mm-hmm. the hardcore champion for a little bit and yeah. like he's dead I'm like oh interesting like it's like you know. I, uh, Brian Williams, who was, uh, Grandmaster Sexay from Too mm-hmm. Cool, dead. I was like, oh, shit called me, like, completely, Big Boss Man's dead. I'm like, yo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, there's like, a lot of, pa- yeah. A yeah, lot and of I pa- think, like, so, like, I really, like, was, like, a huge rock fan growing up. So, like, when he started, like, phasing himself out, and then mm-hmm. Stone Cold kind of, like, the injuries started hitting him, so that's around, like, that was 03. That was 03. Yeah, 03, yep. yeah. Yep. When they both started, like, phasing themselves out. Well, mm-hmm. Austin more so, but Andrews rocks more so because he was going to Hollywood. Yeah, I just, like, kinda, Rock like, phased out. Austin effectively retired back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to so your point, like, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. So I just kind of, like, you know, like, my attention span was just, like, way low for wrestling around yeah. that point. Yeah, Like, I try to, like, get back into it, but, like, I really don't have no idea who half these people are that I'm watching. Um... So, like, just looking back on that time, like, so like, I wasn't following wrestling news. So, like, I had no idea that Big Boss Man was dead. Yeah. I had no idea that, like, Grandma Sex was dead. I had no idea that Crash Holly was dead. I'm like, just like, so I, you know, I'm like looking at people just like, oh, I wonder what this person looks like now. I wonder what this person's doing now. Like, that kind of stuff. What was the most and, like, shocking one? Off the top of my head? Yeah. Um, If there was. I don't know off the top of my head, but I think all of them just equally were shocking. Because, you mm-hmm. know, like, you just Google someone's name, and then it's like, 
oh, Big Boss Man was. Like, you know, Wikipedia mm-hmm. little Google excerpt. I'm like, was? Like, when the hell did he die? Yeah. And then, like, random people like Dean Malenko uh, has Parkinson's. And, that was news to me. I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. I'm watching the Benoit documentary, whatever, on Vice. And, like, he's shaking. And I'm like, oh, I, you know, I'm thinking it's just, like, some after effects from wrestling. Then I, like, got on Wiki. He uh, announced it in August 2019. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So all that shit we thought was super cool back in the days. Niggas constantly getting hit in the head with bacon pans and and ladders. Shit is real. Especially ECW. Nah, with it's the bar, With the barbed wire matches. And mm-hmm. That shit was phenomenal to watch, but you see these dudes nowadays, they look crazy. Yeah, I've seen old clips. Like, I revisited, like, when WrestleMania was going up, WWE had, like, a bunch of, like, if not new comp content, then, like, compilation con- content, like, such and such is best WrestleMania matches, blah, blah, blah. And I was watching, like, Rock Austin from WrestleMania 17, and they hit each other in the head with chairs. My overall point is when I see somebody get hit in the head with chairs, my reaction back then versus now, given everything you know and how hard it, how hard they're being hit, you can't help but think like how just detrimental to their health this is. Yes. Like it's something that you cannot not think about. Mm-hmm. Like no human being should be getting hit in the head that hard. And like even when to your point, when Jericho was talking about it in uh, the Ben Wall one, mm-hmm. how you just like clench your teeth and it was like a badge of honor. And take it. And oh take it to think how bad that is for you. Ah, oh, it's it's just something you can't get around. Like, oh, oh my god! I don't blame any scene, person, but it's just go ahead, go yeah. And then, no, and in that scene where Jericho mentioned that, mm-hmm. he's laying on a concrete floor. Oh yeah, he's cut against the concrete oh, floor, god, yeah. and Benoit, yeah. <laughs> and Benoit oh. has the goddamn has the. the, oh. the the uh, the chair and smacks it off the fucking ground with his head, just like between his head and the concrete. Like, I forgot people, oh my! And they just go out and drink that night. <laughs> that's because crazy, they know, bro. That's crazy. But back in the days, as you said, like now that we know more, more information is available. Back in the days, I was like, yo, what the hell? You know, be super amped and it was like super entertaining but now i'm like yo like when i go back and watch it like it makes me cringe yeah i'm watching the editor and i'm going and, ham and like and like i'm literally watching these dudes just smack each other on in the head with stop signs and mm-hmm. and bob wires and sledgehammers and stupid shit and I'm, yeah I'm like whose idea was this like who thought this was a good idea yeah, I don't blame anyone, but it's just, I can't just help, but damn. Adults thought this was, it's one thing through the prism of a kid. Yeah. Because I, I think, this I don't remember when they went PG. I think they went PG about a year, a decade and a half ago. Once the PG stuff came in, like they stopped with all, that's why you really see blood. You really, you don't see headshots and stuff, if ever. Yeah. Like you'll get fined for both, I believe. I think that's a decade. So we were saying like, I think 06, 07-ish. Yeah. But prior to that, that's why that was so rampant back then. Seems that's, somebody so, just... so, that's funny 
That's why you said that because so watching this recent WrestleMania, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm gonna get the names wrong. Shit. Um, what's the dude that came from NXT and he's huge now? Chubby guy. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens versus Seth Seth Rollins. Rollins. Yeah. And he hit him in the head with the ring bell. That was Kevin Owens hit, and that was surprising me. I was like, oh, because even now, if you watch recently, like the most of the chair shots is like directly to the back. Like yeah, they never directed they'll hit you in your gut, then hit you in your back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was surprising that like he hit him directly in his head with the ring bell. And granted, has, granted, people ahead. are listening. He got his, he put his hand up to protect, so he didn't really to that extent. But the fact that you would even depict it to your point, yeah, to your point, because that yeah. could go wrong. That could yeah. they easily miss that. It's, yeah. it's a timing. It's like a ballet. If you miss times that he mm-hmm. actually hits him in his head, it was just very interesting. Like that, you know, like that was. Uh, kind of uh, where the ma- where the match was cued to go. Yeah, uh, in this given time, and then even like Kevin Owens like jumping from where the hell he jumped from, and uh, uh no, they haven't stopped that. They haven't stopped that. Okay, no. I was like, whoa. No. Like, I can give you some Shane McMahon clips. No, oh, yeah. I, well, I know, I know, I know how Shane O'Mac give it up. No, I mean like re- in past recent like, this past decade, yeah. This is WrestleMania 36. Yeah, like four years ago, I could send you, I could recommend you. He jumped off the top of a cell. I think twice, actually. Holy shit, he did it twice. Yeah. The top Why of are you doing this? He rich as fuck. Why are you doing this? Dad's approval, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> we all want love. Yeah. Uh, Yo, last time I saw Shane McMahon. Which is again going to my point how like how fast time is just flying, head full of gray. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, when did this happen? Life. <laughs> I know, I know, That's but it's saying like you just you just don't realize yeah. that like as we're getting older, everyone else is getting older. Time That's is just a fact. Flying. flying, time is flying. Never forget I'm that, like, my yo, friend. <laughs> I'm like, I, I won't. Neither. I man. won't. <laughs> but no, dead ass. So I'm looking at her, I'm like, yo, I'm looking at Shane McMahon. I'm like, yo, you look wild old. Like mm-hmm. not even like a not like a single gray, like old mid-40s, like a head full of white. I'm like, yo, when did this happen? Yeah, man. You hate to see it. You hate to. That's gonna be us. Right that prism. You look up, you blink, you look up. That's why I don't want to blink. I ain't blinking. I want to see, see every single moment. I agree. Just got to live, man. Got to <laughs> live. I want to see. No, but that's, I want to see every single moment. Like, I don't want to. So, you know, it's crazy. I was watching. So, I've, I've been watching those inside the or Dark Side of the Ring documentaries, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, they'll show how those wrestlers looked early 2000s, whatever, like that. And then they show them current. Like, God damn, you look terrible. You know? <laughs> you know? Yeah. But then even, like, like the fittest person in the world. Say, for example, like a Shannon Sharp, right? Mm-hmm. This man's 51, 52-ish, I think. He's fucking fit for a 52-year-old. But just oh. but, if you look at a, but if you look at a picture of him when he was 28, yeah. you, can clearly, you can clearly tell that he's 52 versus him being 28. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? No matter how fit you are. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look, like, I, well, granted, when I get to 52, I'm going to try to be a Shannon Sharp than anything else. Don't, don't get me twisted. But it's just that, that, like, that shit just goes. Like, yeah. you look up one day, like, we 30, the like, next day we 40, 
and then it's just over. Well, not my, it's never over, but for some folks, it's over. Yeah, I hear you. This shit, this shit is just wild, man. Like how time just flies, and that's why. Yeah. Let me think. You just can't let that shit fly, man. You gotta, you gotta keep Noted. your eyes open for it all. Noted. Especially, cheers for that. Cheers, especially through this shit, man. Like, whoo. This has been an eye opener. This year in general has been it's an eye opener, bro. Yes, when you it's couple like this mortality, Kobe, Kobe death. Pop smoke, yeah. Pop smoke, yeah. It's just like, what the hell, man? It's like life is so goddamn short, man. And it's weird because pandemic aside, because this is unprecedented. And mm-hmm. in terms of people, people die every day. But yes. when you, for whatever, when you see the lives of people that are just impactful get taken away, just unprecedented. It's just out of nowhere. It's just it just hits different for a way, yeah. Whatever reason, yep. and you couple that again with the pandemic, and you're seeing hundreds and thousands of people's lives are just gone, and then it's like, whoa, these are people that belong to families and yep. loved ones and friends. It's a wake up call. Your point, yeah. It's just a wake and what up. makes the and what makes the pandem- pandemic scarier. Mm-hmm. I think it's because, like, granted, we like we know people die every day, mm-hmm. but it's not a thought in our mind, right? Mm. Yep. Whereas, good point. Now, that is every a great day, point. There's a documentation of how many people are dying. Like right Bro. now, to, as as we're recording, seeing this playing in the background, and I'm constantly reminded that we're at twenty thousand two hundred eighty-three deaths. Like, there's like just a constant documentation a daily update hour by hour update as to how many people have died like and we talked about this maybe two weeks ago or last episode i can't remember but about how many people about i think about 1200 people die a day um in the united states from just heart disease right and like you normally wouldn't even think about that or know that but like that's around the figures of the coronavirus whatever but like you just don't think about it because no one's like daily document, documenting like, document that and it, yeah. throwing that in your face like oh there's so much death so much death so much death so much death and now it's just like death is just all around us it's, it's like non-stop it's crazy that's so true that's the power of the media i didn't even think about it that way that is so mm-hmm. true you're getting a daily running almost continuously updated tally of the people that have died wow it's different from like you hit up the news and you get your local crimes or whatever's mm-hmm. happening in the nation of, you know, prominence that day. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah, that is a great... Wow, man. But think about what we're looking forward to. We're looking forward to, like, uh, I guess the economy being free again, opening back up, and we're using the basis of how many, people's, how many people are dying to determine when we can go back outside. So it's like no matter how we, like no matter how we look at it, we have to still look at death to determine when we can live again. And the girl preacher, that's oh a preacher, ball, man. that's a ball. Oh, preacher, <laughs> yeah. 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 that's a ball. And <laughs> that's a ball. <laughs> Yo, we gotta look at death to see when we can live again. Somebody gonna steal that shit. Give me my props though. <laughs> All I want is my all I want is my recognition. Holy shit. That's a bar. 
right. That is a bar, but I ain't a rapper, so I have no way to use that. But I'll give it to the rest of y'all. But make sure you give me my credit. My yeah. nigga real said that cooling out. <laughs> oh, man. But no, seriously, we have to, like, constantly look at death daily just to determine when it's safe for us to go back outside. It's crazy. Mm. Shit. Mm-mm-mm. Woo! Wow. Did we hit it all? I get that. Yeah, I think so. I think we gave it to him. Yeah, we definitely we did. We, we always look we at these stuff and be out. like, damn, how are we going to even give them 20 minutes? It's hard. Now, I'm not going to lie. We got to tell people the truth. Like, it's hard. Like, seriously. Given that, you know, our podcast is pretty much structured around sports, pop culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, music scene's been pretty dead. Sports is obviously irrelevant right now. Um, outside of maybe like two weeks ago when NFL free agency opened up. But, like, there's nothing going on. So, oh, we have our... You, hold go, on. go, go, go. We actually got some relevant. Did you read or listen to the Tom Brady interview on Howard Stern? That man, yo, okay, Tom. Woo! We, yeah. Let's go again. So, Tom is free. Oh, yes. <laughs> you lead the, lead the way. I'll just pick you back. He is free. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so he essentially said everything that everyone was thinking, right? He first of all he uh, verified that after the tw- no beginning of the 2018 2019 season 2019 that he already yeah 2019 yeah 2019 yeah 2019 yeah 2019 season that he already knew that his time was up mm-hmm. and 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 uh in New England um that he doesn't give a damn about legacy and that he wants to live for himself uh what else am I missing. Uh, let me see how, uh, how he sees race on a, on a football team. He doesn't really see that since they're all football players, his, his friendship with Trump, um, how him and Giselle met, uh, I th- moving into Tampa Bay, I guess for the sports wise though, you know, the important stuff. But I just will say, um, Howard Stern was, he's great. He's great, man. Like, he really made me listen to like a two hour Tom Brady interview. And you just learned so much that you didn't know. And I think, especially in these times where you have like a lot of sports media talking about the individual, to actually hear the individual. Cause like, I'm not, I just stop with, I don't wanna hear like you dig up your past debate topics or, again try to surmise when x and such and such is going to happen so if the source mm-hmm. talks now we have like actual news now we have mm-hmm. real so i listen and again everyone's con- taming their houses i listened to the two hour it was so good to your yeah. point and and yeah it just validates like what common sense for me and you because even to we've been saying like one if you want such player you would just sign him. You wouldn't allow him. Like so it's a free State, agency at yeah, all. Golden State's not allowing Steph Curry Steph to become a free agent. Lakers aren't I doing that know. for LeBron. Clippers for Kawhi Leonard. You get my point. That's yeah, one. Yes. You put your 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 house on the market. That's two. But again, through the year, and that's the power of the media. The other way, or just in general, they just no. The other way, like aside from what we were talking about, really serious life events. Um, events in the mm-hmm. pandemic, but now we're talking about just sports. 
your power of like perception and what's happening. When you get on, when you watch various clips saying, no, you can't really, really, really see Tom Lee, that can kind of like skew your, you know, your, your focus on it. Mm-hmm. So it's just good and reassuring to see like, no, these people are actual human beings. And to hear him talk about Belichick. How could I not mention that? That's really important. I think when you watch sports debates and everybody's like, it's Brady or it's Belichick, I always thought people forget that these are human beings that spent endless hours together. And like, we've been around people. We just, you know, if you know human contact and you just human emotion, just being around people, moments just happen in time, like, and they can happen quickly. And who God knows the endless conversations they could have had that he kind of alluded to about, I'm not going to say endless, but just praising each other for like what they've done and, who knows what happens behind closed doors. So that was good to hear too. Like it was just yeah. a really good interview. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, second, your, your, your latest, your last point. Like, so like we get, so like, for example, a show Skip and Shan and First Take, we consume that kind of media daily, Monday through Friday, right? So even if there is an initial skepticism as to what they're speculating about the Tom Brady, Bill Belichick relationship, if you hear it, you know, five days in a row, you kind of just believe it to be truth. <laughs> you just take it well in. Well and you're like, oh, yeah, all right, cool. This is how they feel about each other. Oh, yeah, they care about legacy. This one is leaving this one because they want to see who can win first and this, that, and the third. But hearing it from Tom Brady himself, it's like, all right, cool. It does make you step back. Like, all right, well, yeah, maybe they are having conversations behind closed doors that we don't, that we're not privy to, that we don't have any information mm-hmm. about. Because even me and you have conversations that are off wax that have nothing to do with this podcast have nothing to do with anyone else that anyone else be privy to. It's just between us two, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I can only imagine two people of that magnitude. <laughs> yeah. And constantly having people, uh, I guess, yearning for information about mm-hmm. their discussions. Speculate and, about their relationship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that, that's a good point. I, I definitely agree with that point. Like, yeah. There, there's no way to tell what kind of conversations they have. I'm sure even, let's say, the worst case scenario, they don't even like each other. Mm-hmm. They respect each other. They both to. recognize to the greatness that amount of time. in each other. Oh, yeah. of course. They each recognize the greatness in each other. And he said it. Tom said that. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. Brady, um, Belichick can't do my job as good as I can, but I can't do his job either. And he said, like, we've had conversations in which we've expressed that to each other. So, Yeah. That was a really good interview. It's yeah, but that's the good thing about Howard Stern. Yeah, um, he don't so give like, a fuck. I mean, he don't give a flying yeah, fuck. He don't. Give I remember a growing up and like watching how, like Howard Stern interviews when he said the shit on TV. Yeah, the wild shit after dark. I won't get into that. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> I won't get into that. But I remember like back then, even like in my young, you know. Uh, preteen and teenage years thinking like, yo, this dude is wild as fuck. He don't give a fuck. But I think in the way that uh, he set that interview up with Tom, mm-hmm. he also like allows people to open up with him. It's kind of like our full circle now, like our earlier days in the podcast where uh, 2016, 2017, where I think like we would drink, you know, on the podcast every episode because it was easier for, for everyone around. It wasn't just for us. Mm-hmm. So it's like an easier way for us to open up and feel comfortable doing the podcast, but then also for our guests 
to feel comfortable just being themselves as well. Yeah. And I feel like Howard Stern just has that naturally. Like, there's no, there's no stimulant or alcohol or anything needed. It's just mm-hmm. like, yo, the way he talks to you, like, he doesn't give a fuck. So when you're in his presence, it makes you feel like you shouldn't give a fuck either. And you should be very truthful and candid and honest about everything that you're talking about. Yeah, no, I'm with you completely. Like, when I was listening to that, I thought about, like, what if Tom Brady did this interview, like, elsewhere? And Yeah. With the... To your, to your point, like, just somebody that's good. Okay, to my point. Somebody that might almost equal the interview skills of Howard, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe. I think what comes with Howard is, one, he's really good at what he does, but also he has stature and prominence. So you know when you agree to like interview, like if somebody agrees to the interview with Charlemagne, you're gonna hear questions that I think in a lot of like these things behind the scenes, you'll have like your publicist say, Don't ask me such and such and don't ask me. Mm-hmm. I can like say like with Howard and Charlemagne, like and I'm sh- sure with others I these are just the two I consume. You can tell that that doesn't matter. Like don't yeah, tell yeah. them because they're gonna just ask. It's gonna you. be some off the cuff shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I think that comes with that. And that comes with that expectation. Like when you sign up to do this, that's what comes with it. Like you're going to really have to, you know, either open up or deflect from some blatant questions. So yeah, really well done. It was really good. I would definitely suggest yeah. if you haven't listened to that yet, people go listen to that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just good again to hear like actual news. Yeah. Not hypothetical. It's good to just hear from the source and yeah. Damn. Yeah. We gave these people a lot. We must really love y'all. I think so. Woo! Damn, that's sparkling rose. <laughs> that goddamn, whoa, that bullet bourbon. <laughs> I just watched my eyes. I'm looking at myself as we're doing this, and I'm like, my eyes are getting lower and lower. <laughs> oh, damn. Um, we really gave them, yeah. It's... We gave them some time. Yeah. But yeah, so as I was saying, you know, but like, so people, I think you guys should know this, so, like, given that sports world is pretty much dead right now, pop culture, is a little bit of things happening, but nothing enough to, like, in our opinion, at least sustain a full episode without forcing topics. When we have our, like, pre-podcast meeting, we like, yo, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> it's just, like, not, like, we spend, like, 30, 45 minutes brainstorming before we even start recording. Um, I'm glad we were, you know, this ended up, you know, the opening up so you know you know what's crazy thing about this though and i'm talking to you kev i think that like this was an interesting episode right because we kind of like got into like our personal likes like we don't really talk about wrestling too much on the podcast yeah yeah and we kind of spent like a good 10 15 on it like out of nowhere just like yo like all right cool wrestling happened made me think about this da-da-da-da. so no, that's a fact. i think you people are getting a chance to uh kind of know us a little better yeah uh, with the lick do the rail (laughs) (laughs) got me just open it up about my 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 love for the early the late 99 early 2000s (laughs) wrestling (laughs) got kev's wwe Uh, never account looking crazy do you want to continue watching this (laughs) no mercy 2000 (laughs) holy shit oh my god Ah. Woo. But as always, people, thank you for the love, 
the support. If you guys really appreciate these bonus episodes, please hit us in the comments on YouTube, IGTV, all that good stuff, and let us know that you guys fuck with this, and we'll continue pushing these things out. Even once the the, the coronavirus and all this shit passes, I think it's something that we want to continue doing. So, like, yeah, if you guys really true. appreciate the extra content, just let us know, like, and we'll just keep pushing these things out. Um, obviously, you see, we, we're working with the video, so we're going to have more of those for damn near every episode if we can. Uh, trying to integrate that with the guests. So we'll try to figure out how we're going to make that work. But we're going to make sure that we have as much video content as possible. As always, podcasts are available. Google Play, Stitcher, Apple uh, Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, everywhere that podcasts are available. Wherever you listen to us now, we are there. Uh, I already said videos on YouTube, IGTV, all that stuff. Full-length episodes on on YouTube and then IGTV. We have them clipped up in the 10-minute increments, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, remember say anything? Oh, no. website. Coolingoutpod.com. Coolingoutpod.com, people. Once the shit's over, we are going to, meaning this, this uh, COVID-19 shit, we're going to uh, get some more content uploaded on the website, do some photo shoots, stupid shit like that. Not stupid shit, but like, you know, just shit that you people like that I don't really like, but you like it. So we'll get that stuff uploaded, uh, you know, get some fresh content, some fresh paint on the website, looking into getting that merch, because, you know, we, we know you guys don't need them cooling out dad hats and shit for the summer, so we're going to make sure we get mm-hmm. all stuff taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, until next time, people, it's cooling out. Stay cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. We cooling out. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. We cooling out. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.